Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On September 20th, 1948, Harry Truman gives them hell in Denver. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. The 1948 presidential campaign was one for the ages. The Democratic Party had controlled the White House since 1932. Through depression and war, Franklin Roosevelt had kept winning. Now, after the president's death in 1945, Harry Truman faced the national electorate for the first time on his own. His party had split apart. From the left, Henry Wallace, FDR's vice president in the third term, was a progressive challenger. There is no real fight between a Truman and a Republican. Both stand for a policy which can lead to war in our lifetime and make war certain for our children. White Southern segregationists, meanwhile, had left the Democratic Convention to protest Truman's insistence on civil rights. The long-threatened walkout is led by Handy Ellis, Alabama chairman. And we bid you goodbye. Half of Alabama's 26-man Democratic delegation strides angrily from the convention hall, followed by the entire Mississippi delegation. The Republicans were supposed to win, led by Thomas E. Dewey, who had lost to FDR in 1944. Politics, instead of justice, prevails in the labor field in this country, and I am against that kind of administration and always will be. But Truman never gave in. In a fabled campaign in which he said he wasn't giving the Republicans hell, he was just telling them the truth and they thought it was hell, the incumbent stormed the country. Here are parts of his standard stump speech delivered on this date in Denver in 1948 in a noontime speech at the Colorado State Capitol. This is a straight-from-the-shoulder country and has produced a great breed of fighting men. I am going to call upon your fighting qualities now. For you and I have a fight on our hands, a fight for the future of this country and for the welfare of the people of the United States. Today, I want to talk to you about what that Republican Congress has been doing to you and to your families and to your country. Understand me, when I speak of what the Republicans have been doing, I'm not talking about the average Republican voter. Nobody knows better than I that man for man, individually, most Republicans are fine people. But there's a big distinction between the individual Republican voter and the policies of the Republican Party. Something happens to Republican leaders when they get control of the government or even of a part of the government, something that shocks and dismays many of their own loyal supporters. Republicans in Washington have a habit of becoming curiously deaf to the voice of the people. They have a hard time hearing what the ordinary people of the country are saying, but they have no trouble at all hearing what Wall Street is saying they are able to catch the slightest whisper from big business and the special interests. When I talk to you here today about Republicans, I am talking about the party that gets most of its campaign funds from the special interests in Wall Street. I am talking to you about the party that gave us the phony boom of the 1920s and the Hoover Depression which followed it. I am talking to you about the party that gave us that Republican 80th Congress. The Republican Party today is controlled by silent and cunning men who have a dangerous lust for power and privilege. 
The Republican Party is fundamentally the party of privilege. These men are now reaching out for control of the country and its resources. It is your votes which will decide whether or not they have their way. That is why I have come here today. I want you to know the facts. I repeat, the most reactionary elements in the country today are backing the Republican Party in its effort to take over your government on Election Day. If they succeed, I predict they will turn back the clock to the day when the West was an economic colony of Wall Street. That is terrible even to contemplate. Wherever you turn, no matter what field of activity, you find the same story. In the light of the evidence, I say flatly that the Republican leaders have been working against the interests of the people. I say they have been eager agents of the big business lobbies and the most reactionary elements in American economic life. They jump for these lobbyists, but they won't do anything for the people. So said Harry Truman. On Election Day 1948, contrary to all predictions, President Truman would prevail. And that truly was hell for the Republicans. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.